All right, Eternals. This uh, this movie was just so massive. Okay, so I, I'm trying to figure out a way. I've only seen it once, um, so it's kind of hard to you know recall it scene by scene at this point. But one way I figured I could I could go through and kind of give my thoughts on it is to talk about the characters. So first off, let me say overall. I really enjoyed Eternals, and I went in kind of lowered expectations just because, you know, the, the ratings were coming back for this thing, and, and they were not looking great, uh, especially for an MCU film, and I, I don't know if that's genuine. I, I think it probably is a, a good portion of it anyway, just because it's... it's definitely a departure from what we're used to with the MCU films, uh, but that, that's kind of what I loved about it, is that we got something different, something huge, something like, it, it's playing in the same world, but it's it might as well be an entirely different universe. It might as well be happening completely outside, I mean, it basically is happening completely outside of the, the MCU that we know, these, these grounded stories or even the cosmic stories that we've been told so far. This is like, oh, by the way, this other story happened, you know, way before, alongside, and, and throughout the stories that you know. And that's a thing, too. And it was like, I didn't, you know, I didn't know that I wanted that until I saw this movie. I'm like, oh okay, it, this is a completely different world, but no, it's not. It, it's within the same world. And I didn't even realize I wanted that until I saw it. Uh, but it was refreshing. It was refreshing to meet all brand new characters. You know, that's something we haven't had in a very long time. We, you know, with the other MCU films, whenever there's a new character, they, they kind of blend in some of the other familiar characters to kind of ease you into a story or or make it feel familiar or let you know that it's in the same universe but this one this you know they made a couple little references to you know Thanos and and, and the greater MCU but at no point did the stories really intersect and I thought that was great I really did and and I I feel like now I've got a new story to watch play out. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sure going forward it will start to intertwine more and more. But what we got with this first film, this kind of world-building film, I really, really enjoyed it. All right, so now before we get into specific character stuff, there were some things in this movie that, you know, obviously people are going to argue about, right? You know, there was this gay kiss that everyone made such a big deal out of, which it really wasn't even. Like, honestly, I thought more of a big deal was the completely hetero sex scene that happens. Because, uh, yeah, there's a sex scene in an MCU film. Not, not an implied sex, not like, oh these people had sex the night before now they're waking up in bed together no and obviously there's no like legit nudity here but uh they're they're naked they're on top of each other 
on the beach, uh, writhing, humping each other. So it's like, man, I, I was really blown away by that. And I was kind of like glad that I didn't take my kids, not because I would think that that's like inappropriate per se, but just, it's a little uncomfortable sometimes, you know, when you've got like preteen to teenage kids, it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that would have me feeling way more uncomfortable than the, uh, the quick gay smooch that they threw into the film. Um, none of that stuff bothered me. It, it reflects real life. So, you know, why not? It, it, it's kind of strange that it hasn't been in any of these mainstream films thus far. So, anyway. Outside of that, I loved a lot of the characters, but there are some that really stood out to me. Obviously, Icarus was, I feel like, perfectly cast. And he just, it was such, it was such a badass character. It really was. And I, and I like the twists and turns that they took in the film, you know, where things on several occasions don't turn out to be what you were told that it was or what the other characters may think is going on is not really what's going on. Um, I, I liked that. I, I think it would have been quite boring if it was just the story that they presented originally. I like the twist. Um, I will say, though, uh, the, the main female lead in this, uh, Cersei, I, I feel like was kind of bland, just in the sense that like it, it was a plain character. Nothing, and I don't know if that's casting or if that's just the writing of the character, but I feel like anyone could have played this character. It, there was nothing super special about the character that, that made the character stand out. And yeah, I feel like you could have stuck just about anybody in there. Uh, the actress didn't necessarily bring uh, any special charisma to this role. And maybe there was none to be had. I, I don't know. Um, but was not my favorite character. Um, definitely, obviously, it's like a part of the main storyline. I did not mind the love story. I've heard some people complain about like all the love story stuff in this, and like that. I don't mind at all. I actually kind of liked that idea that that Cersei and and Icarus have this uh, thousands of years worth of love life um, shared with each other, and then like this kind of like a falling out, I guess, or a separation. And, and I love that little kind of backstory. I felt like it did, it, it brought a little more to the story and the characters, but I just felt like the, the lead role, the lead character in the film, uh, I wasn't blown away by. And, but this takes nothing away from the film. Like I said, I don't, I don't know if it needed to be this super crazy charismatic character, um, but it just wasn't, you know. But th there were so many other great characters that I didn't really mind it. The, the story still moved along with her just fine. And th that's kind of what I meant. She wasn't bad. She wasn't bad at all. Um, she just was all right. She just played the part, you know, and, and it was fine. It wasn't bad acting by any means. It was just not anything that blew me away. All right. 
other characters here I want to dig into. Um, Fina, obviously. Great character. Angelina Jolie just rocked this film. I thought, and, and I actually thought she would play a much more of a pivotal central role than she did. And I was kind of surprised that, that, that she wasn't, you know, she was a main character for sure. And, and her arc mattered in the story overall. And I, and I found it really interesting. I actually liked that arc of like, you know, her, her memories uh, be, becoming so overwhelming from living for so long. And, and this, I don't remember what they called it in the film, but this, this thing setting in this like brain disease, basically setting in. And, I found that really cool. I liked that storyline a lot. Um, I was very surprised that, you know, the Black Knight, Kit Harrington, did not play a major role in this film. Um, they they build it like he would. They made it seem like he was a major part of this film, and I get it. He, he's, a, he's a big star, you know, from Game of Thrones. And, and it was kind of uh, <laughs> neat and weird at the same time to, to have him interacting with a, another character named Cersei again. Uh, it's just kind of like, oh, that feels familiar. Um, but, yeah, kind of surprised that, that, that he takes a back seat. Obviously, he's going to be a character going forward. I was kind of wondering anyway how they're going to work the Black Knight into this story. It didn't make any sense. Um, and now we kind of know why. He's like barely loosely connected to this eternal story, but has some other storyline coming down the pike. So, um for what he did, he was he was fine. He was great. Um, one character I uh, was not a huge fan of is Sprite. I liked the arc, um, but once again, I, I don't know if I like the actress portraying the role. I really like the arc, though. I like the idea of someone who is an old soul but stuck in a child's body um, and, and just, like, how how tormenting that would be, you know, and to be in love with someone who's presented as a full-grown human being, and you're a child, and you can never be with them in that way, um, at least not uh, without it being very strange and, and possibly inappropriate. Uh, but I don't know, I don't know, something about the, the portrayal of the character I didn't love, I didn't like her, and not just because she ends up being, you know, a turncoat at the end and kind of like, you know, going against our, our main protagonist. But I don't know. I don't know. Just not my favorite. Not my favorite. I enjoyed Gilgamesh. Great character. Funny character. Um, not a huge pivotal role or anything, but, but it was an entertaining character. Uh, something I was really impressed by was uh, Kumail Nanjani, uh, who played, what was his name, King, Kingo, King, Kinjo. That dude, not only was he really funny, and, and so was uh, his, his compatriot, uh, Karun, in the film. That was definitely the, the comedy beats of the film was all between those two. I, I didn't find much else in the film super humorous. They were the comic relief, 100%. And, and they did it very well, especially Karun. Um, great character, great little side character. I loved him. Uh, but Kamel was jacked. 
he was jacked in this film. I was not expecting this at, he, at all. I, I've seen him in other things. I saw him in the Twilight Zone, in the, the, the first episode of the Twilight Zone, the, the reboot, um, where, where, you know, he's a comedian, naturally. And um, I, I, when I heard that he was casting this, I'm like, you know, okay, he can get into shape or whatever. But dude got jacked. He got on some, some go, go juice for sure. That dude was so jacked I was like what and they don't even show he's not it's not like he's shirtless or anything it's not like he needed to get super jacked but uh he was um you just see his arms and you're like holy crap this dude's stacked um but yeah great character um Fastos another great character um I enjoyed this idea that, that you know he had created a family basically embraced this kind of human life and, and it, 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 he had at first given up on humans, and I like that, and then kind of found meaning and love again, you know, by observing humans and then adopting a child and, and falling in love and, you know, deciding that he wanted to fight for this, this human race, for this planet. I thought that was a great, uh, a great arc for that character, but... I've got to say, I think my favorite character in this... And I know I'm skipping over some characters here. I don't want to run on forever. But I think my favorite character in the entire film is Druig. Druig was such a great character. And I want to see more Druig. I loved his delivery. I loved just his kind of like... It was like cynical, but like nonchalant. I I just loved the way he presented himself and I loved his mannerisms and his his power set also very very cool um I love this character and I and I and I love the actor who's portraying him I just thought everything about this character in this film was the best for me it's my favorite thing about the film is Druig and he's not even like I said he he's a major character it's a major role for sure but you know, it's not your main protagonist. You know, it, it's not uh, uh, Gemma Chan. It's not Selma Hayek. It's not Richard Madden. But I felt like such a cool character and such a cool... Such a great job by uh, Barry Barry Kogan, Barry Keegan. Uh, I thought he did such, such an amazing job as Druig. And I cannot wait to see more of that character. I hope we get some interesting stories. I'd like to see something where he takes a more central role in the story. All right. Um, you know, I like I said, I don't want to drone on forever about this. I just wanted to get my thoughts out there. I really enjoyed the film uh, much more than I imagined I would. Um, and that's something great about the last few MCU films I've seen. Uh, Black Widow really surprised me with how much I enjoyed that film. And uh, Shang Chi was was good, uh, Shang Chi. It was good. Um, I didn't think it was. It didn't blow me away, but it was an interesting and fun new story. And Eternals, I was pleasantly surprised by this story, and I can't wait to watch it again. Uh, some really great characters come out of it. Some I don't care that much for. I, I don't care what happens going forward with those characters individually, but. Some that I really want to see more from. So those are my overall thoughts. Love the film. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Who is your favorite Eternal? 
let me know in the comments below. Um, or if you're listening to this in podcast form, you can hit me up on Twitter at Real Brett Scott and let me know over there. Uh, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this sort of thing, here's what I do on this channel. Every day, I try to do it every day. I'm not perfect, but most days, uh, I'd like to come on here and talk about something I enjoy. And, and most of the time, it's entertainment or pop culture. Uh, but every once in a while, it's, it, it's other things like stories from my questionable youth. Um, sometimes I like to tell those because I find them entertaining and, and hopefully other people do too. So if you're interested in that and getting something new and interesting in your feed, uh, just about every day, then, uh, please subscribe to the channel or favorite or follow the podcast. And, um, if you do, if you decide to stick around, then I will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks.